Hi, this is Holland. And this is Greeley. Welcome back to the Crazy Kids Bible Devotional. This is day 16 of our Jesse Tree Devotional Series. You can download the devotional guide and ornament from our website, myfavoritekindofcrazy.com. The past couple of days, we've talked about how God chose David to be king of his people because he could see David's heart. And we've talked about how David was a shepherd king for his people and about how David knew that God was his shepherd and about how we know that God sent his only son, Jesus, to be our shepherd king. We know that Jesus is the good shepherd and that he laid down his life for us, his sheep, just like a good shepherd would. Today's story is a really cool one, like really, really cool. How cool? Seriously, really, really cool. Okay, well then, tell it already. By the time of this story happens, David is dead. There have been several other kings since him. Some of them have been good and followed God, but most of them have been bad kings. At the time our story takes place, a real bad guy is king of God's people, and he is leading them to worship false gods and idols. One of the false gods that this king, King Ahab, and his wife, Jezebel, have been leading God's people to worship is called Baal. God is obviously not pleased that his people are being led to worship the, this other false god. So God sends his loyal prophet, Elijah, to challenge the prophets of Baal. So Elijah went to King Ahab. Let's read what happened in 1 Kings chapter 18, 19 through 24. I'll be reading from the CEB version. The CEB version and the Common English Bible mean the same thing. Now send a message and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel. Gather the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Ashura who eat at Jezebel's table. Ahab sent the message to all the Israelites. He gathered the prophets at Mount Carmel. Elijah approached all the people and said, How long will you hobble back and forth between two options? If the Lord is God, follow God. If Baal is God, follow Baal. The people gave no answer. Elijah says, said to the people, I am the last of the Lord's prophets, but Baal's prophets, number 450, gave us two bowls. Let Baal's prophet choose one. Let them cut it apart and set it on the wood. But don't add fire. I'll prepare the other will put it on the wood. But don't add fire. Then all of you will call the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who enters with fire, that's the real God. All the people answered, that's an excellent idea. So King Ahab, the prophets of Baal, and all the people think that this was a great idea. The prophets of Baal built their altar and prepared their sacrifice on it. Then 
They prayed for Baal to start the fire in the altar. And guess what happened? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. So they danced around the altar and shouted louder. And guess what happened? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Elijah actually poked fun at them and told them to shout louder. He said that Baal might be deep in thought, or busy, or traveling, or asleep. So they shouted louder. Then they got out knives and actually cut themselves, trying to get Baal's attention. Guess what happened? Nothing happened. Precisely, nothing happened. So hours and hours have passed, and nothing has happened. Elijah calls the people to him. He builds an altar. His altar is made up of twelve stones, one stone for each of Jacob's twelve sons. Here's he is reminding the people that they are God's people. He is reminding them of all the promises that God has made and kept to them. The prophets of Baal. He is reminding them that God is always with them. Elijah prepares his sacrifice. Then he does something, something different than the prophets of Baal. He digs the trench around his altar, and then he does something crazy. He pours water all over everything. I know, that was crazy, wasn't it? He wants to start a fire. But instead of he pours water all over everything, and not a little water, a lot of water, twelve large jars of water, all over the altar, and enough to fill the trench. And then he didn't shout or dance or do anything really loud to get God's attention. He he, he prayed. Yes, he prayed. Here's what it says in First Kings chapter eighteen. Thirty-six to thirty-nine. At the time of the evening offering, the prophet Elijah drew near and prayed, "Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant. I have done all these things at your instructions. Answer me, Lord. Answer me, so that this people will know that you, Lord, are real." God, and that you can change their hearts. Then the Lord's fire fell; it consumed the sacrifice, the wood and stones, and the dust. It even licked up the water and the trench. All the people saw this and fell on their faces. The Lord is the real God! They exclaimed. God burned it all up, not just the wood and the sacrifice, but the water and the stones. And the dirt, so cool. It really is cool, but God doesn't always do big and showy things. But when He does, whoa, whoa! And in the New Testament, when God brings Jesus, He brings Him quietly in a manger. But then He does some big showy things there too. Yes, he does. He sent a whole assembly of angels to tell the shepherds that Jesus had arrived. Can you imagine being shepherds out in a quiet field and suddenly having a whole bunch of angels appear out of nowhere? Angels that are praising God—that is big and showy. Why do you think he does big and showy things sometimes? Well, maybe he wants us to listen and pay attention. 
After he burned up the altar and everything with it, the people who saw it fell down and praised him. And after the shepherds had heard and saw the angels, the Bible said that they hurried to see Jesus. And after they left him, they told others about him and everything they had seen. Yes, maybe once we know God, and we know how amazing He is, we should be praising Him and telling others about Him too. Let's pray about that, dear God. Thank you for being so amazing, God. Help our lives to be about praising You and telling others about You, so they can know how amazing You are too. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is Lucy Goose, and this is G Man. Signing off. Sign off, people.